Ah, that intro gets me so how, hyped. How do you not get hyped up? Let's by go. That? That's I'm crazy. Oh, wow. guys, good good day. As I say, good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you're watching uh, and listening. Of course, it is me, Dave Shaw. This is Wall Street to Britain, and I am joined back with my good friend Alex Carr. Alex, how are you, my man? After that, after that intro, I'm I'm feeling pretty good. I'm ready for where's April? Let's I'm go. Back, yeah, let's, <laughs> yes, I'm done. Spring training, I'm done. Let's get an opening day. I'm I'm, I'm ready for it right now. Uh, happy belated birthday, Alex. Oh, sir, you're so sweet. Thank how, you very how, much. How was the birthday celebrations? Honestly, it was spent mostly traveling, which was, uh, you know, not the most fortunate thing. But, uh, I, you know, it was a great birthday. I got to spend it with family and, and with my partner. And that's all you can really ask for these days. That's so. all, yeah, that's all you good. can ask for. 26. So 20, is that it? I feel is old. Is that it? <laughs> I'm 37 yeah. this year, buddy. 37. Look it though. Come on oh. now. Oh, I know. I try. It's it's catching up. It's catching up. The gray hairs Come are creeping on. in. Uh right. At last we can talk baseball, Alex. We've had a week of spring training. Meaningless to some, not to us, because it's baseball on our screens. We love it. And yes, let's not dive into spring uh, spring training stats too much. But we can't help ourselves. Look, we're getting a good look at the, the youngsters. Uh, we've got a rotation. Uh, well, a rotation fight. We'll get to Painter. But we've got a bullpen fight for, for places. That's looking interesting. That's a bench true. spots. They're looking interesting. We'll get into all that and review. What's been a decent week? First week for the Phils. Everyone, well, I was going to say, everyone's staying healthy. Ugh. All right, let's get a Painter. Painter's first outing was was excellent. That, that I couldn't help but think that first inning where he was throwing hard, throwing hard, 98, 99. Painting the excuse the pun, but painting the corners, looking great. You could tell he was fighting for that rotation spot. I can't help but feel he's gone a little bit too hard, and we still await the injury news. Alex, what was your impressions on Painter's first outing, and now what's come from it? I mean, what was I think the most important thing to take away from that outing was he faced mostly major league hitters, um, and and you know anytime you can get. Uh, a literal 19-year-old uh, to, to, to get up there against, you know, Major League Vets. That's always a great opportunity. Um, I mean, he, he looked like Andrew Painter. He looked like the guy that, you yeah. know, everybody's raving about. And there's a reason they rave about him uh, because he just has unbelievable stuff for his age. Um, you know, I'm not sure what this recent development development means for his chances of cracking the opening day roster and, you know, so on, but I do know that what we saw from him the other day was was really really encouraging. Um, you know, again, anytime you can get a guy like that in front of major league hitters, that is already you know so far ahead of where he's supposed to be. Um, so you know, I, I was so impressed, but I've I've seen a lot of him over the last year or so. Uh, so nothing necessarily surprising. No, I, like. I was going back through the record books of of great pitchers who have come up when they were this young. Uh, what Kershaw, Hernandez? There's not many of them. Uh, there I think are not Scherzer, a lot. I think Scherzer was also about nineteen twenty. I know he was very young, but I I, I think maybe he was later. Verlander was young. Verlander, Verlander was a year, yeah, he, a yeah, year after the draft. Forever. I think Scherzer was a bit of a late bloomer, if I recall. But but Verlander, he, Verlander was a year. 
he took one year in the minors and then he was him, which is insane. But yeah, yeah there there aren't many. There aren't many. And that's why Mick Abel and Andrew Painter both received Verlander comps when they were, you know, it's still in high school because they were guys that were just so seemingly so far ahead of the curve. Yeah. And and you know, here they are, which is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and hopefully, and, and hopefully it's just the Phils being extra cautious on Painter. Hopefully, no surgery. Just shut him down for spring, and it's it's not necessarily crucial to have him in the early part of the season. Whenever he comes in, whenever he's ready, he's still going to be a massive plus to this Phils rotation. He's going to allow runs. You know, he's gonna if you can get an ERA of three point five four. You know, it's, for, for a fifth starter. That's still great. You know, that, the, that, that's still better than what we've had. The paramount thing is that he stays healthy. That yeah. is paramount to anything else. And and obviously, you know, we have no idea what is what is going on behind these closed doors. We pray that, you know, nothing is too serious. Um, and yeah, again, I, a right. bunch of people tweeted yesterday, you know, this is just what the Phillies do. They're always cryptic about this stuff. It's true. They are always cryptic. Um, so I would not overreact until we have news to overreact to. That being said, um, you know, the the paramount thing is that this is hopefully not a serious injury because all you want from Andrew Painter, regardless of whether or not he's on the major league staff, uh, is, is that he stays healthy. That's all you want. So fingers crossed. Yeah, and if if it means it, like I said, if it means him shutting down for spring, fine, fine, just get him. He gets here when he gets here. You know, he's nineteen; he's already yeah. way ahead of schedule for a lot of prospect pitches, and you know, play, players and pitches of before him who've been and been on to be greats. You know, he's way ahead of time. It'll be a bonus for me. It'll be a massive bonus to even see him on the opening day roster, but. I, I really was just want us to bring him in when he's nice and ready. You know, even if it's like June, July, it's still going to be a big impact to the back end of that rotation, especially in a time when we really need it. So fingers crossed. We're praying. We're praying that Painter is, is all good. It's just uh, airing on the side of caution. That is all from the fields. Uh, quickly in the rotation, we've seen uh, Nola, Wheeler. Uh, no Suarez yet. And he goes off to the... Um, well, baseball classic soon. What's the latest with Suarez? Nothing of note, as far as I'm aware. I mean, we would have heard if there were an issue or if there were, mm. you know, something going on. So I'm assuming he's probably just, you know, pitching extra bullpens. Again, important to remember that as a guy that was worked pretty hard in the postseason, they're probably taking it a little slower with him. Um, I'm sure, you know, he will be ready to go uh, at the start of the year, barring some unforeseen thing. But again, you know, last year, obviously, he had visa issues, um, which is now the issue for Gregory Soto. Uh, which yeah. I just wish these things would not happen. But, yeah. you know, it, 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 it's how it works, I guess. Um, I'm sure we would we would know if there were something going on. So I, I'm sure everything's OK. Um, you know, obviously, we've seen Nola. We've seen Wheeler. We've seen Walker. Uh, we've seen Falter. Um, so, you know, at least four fifths of those guys are, are, are going to be mostly ready to go not to say that suarez won't be but you know we haven't seen him yet so who's to say no uh, uh, wheeler's going again today against the jays yep. wheeler looks already in just he, he's ready Both to go already isn't he? Great. <laughs> you know already high high 90s come on looks great 
I reckon this could be a huge year for, for Zach Wheeler. Again, if you can keep him fully healthy all year, fingers crossed, because this time last year he was fighting shoulder issues, wasn't quite fully healthy going into the, the beginning of last season. Now, fully healthy, yes, yeah, shortened off-season break, granted, with the World Series, but... With a new pitch. With it, I was going to bring it up. Dave got him into this new slurve. What is this purple slider? This, this, what, what is it? When I first saw it, because I'm not, I'm not technical or anything. You know, I don't know what really know what I'm looking for, but I was like, whoa, what is, what was that? You know, get a sweeper. Uh, look, it's a twelve six. It's it's quick. I like it. It. I, I don't know where this pitch has been, but what's really great about it is the way that it tunnels with his cutter because. His cutter always gets called a slider, but it is definitely a cutter. Um, yeah. the, but the way that it should tunnel theoretically, because the, the, the cutter is a really small 12-6 drop, and then this new pitch is a deep one, which is pretty cool to see. So I, I'm, I'm interested in seeing how they utilize that, but it theoretically should tunnel really well with his arsenal. And Absolutely. that, honestly, for me, is, is, is pretty exciting. I think that will generate quite a few whiffs uh, if he can master it, which it looks like he has, he he's been commanding it really well. Today is going to be a really good insight into that. I have a feeling we'll see that pitch a lot. Yeah, against a pretty good Jays lineup as well, from what I've seen as well. So good, good test for Zach Wheeler early on. Yeah, Nola, Nola. We know what we're getting from Aaron Nola. Uh, walk, yeah, from our regulars, we sort of know what we're getting. Uh, bullpen's interesting. Uh, a lot of names that I don't recognize that I've enjoyed. I've enjoyed following. I tell you who's taking my eye. Uh, Connor Brogdon, first off, I think is having. It's only a week, and I hasn't know we're ahead of ourselves, but he hasn't allowed a run yet. He's looking solid. In hasn't scoring. allowed a hit, Dave. Hasn't allowed. Yeah, hasn't allowed a hit. Sorry, hasn't allowed a hit. Hasn't allowed a run. Hasn't. He's just been perfect. Spring, spring perfect so far. I know it's early days, but Connor Brogdon to have him as well, really coming into the new season looking as good as he could be with Alvarado, Sir Anthony, Kimbrell. Um, <laughs> it's just, it gets you excited, right? And Connor Brogdon, big guy, has, is really, this This is a big year for Connor as well. He's had a couple of years to come up. He looked better at the tail end of last year. Started spring good. I'm, ex I'm excited for Connor Brogdon this year from what I've seen so far. Who have I got? I've got Marte, MacArthur, Plasimaya, and Andrew Vasquez. Like, Who's this guy? This guy looks he's funky. He, I like him a lot. Six, uh, six Ks in the three innings he's pitched so far. Andrew Vasquez, yeah, what a what a pitcher he looks so far. Where, where's he been? Um, so he was. I don't know if you remember at the towards the end of last year they claimed him on waivers uh, from the Blue Jays. I think um, they 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 claimed him on waivers and then they DFA'd him, but then reclaimed him from the. Orioles, I believe, um, because the Orioles were churning through so many 40-man guys just hoping to stash somebody, and they ended up doing it uh, with Lewin Diaz, uh, who, you know, was a Marlins prospect for a long time, um, but they, they ended up stashing him, but yeah, Vasquez just kept getting passed around. He was kind of on that DFA train, um, but they, they made it a point to hang on to him, um, so I, I have a feeling they really like what he's doing. That being said, there's already, you know, a litany of lefties uh, in the Phillies bullpen, especially if Andrew Painter yeah. makes the uh, makes the opening day roster. You've got Bailey Falter, Matt Strom, Jose Alvarado, and Gregory Soto, who hopefully will be ready for opening day, but who is to say at this point? Um, but it is really interesting. Um, he is very funky, Andrew Vasquez is. 
Um, and I, I, I really like what I've seen. That being said, uh, I'm not sure how great his chances are at making the opening day roster, but that's the thing. Like you look at some of these guys that they have managed to pick up on the fringes here, Junior Marte being, you know, ahead of the pack. Yeah. Having that arm, him. Oh my gosh. Having that arm as not even a lock to make your opening day bullpen is wild to me. Um, and, and just seeing how far, uh, you know, this, this team has come over the last couple of years. Um, it's, it's pretty, pretty sweet to see. I'm not going to lie. Um, but especially, you know, Junior Marte, Vasquez in the back, all these guys, you know, I don't know what the opening day bullpen is going to look like with Soto's visa issues and, you know, with hopefully no serious news about Andrew Painter, but who's to say what it's going to look like, but you got so many choices. I mean, there's so many you really guys, to, yeah, you so really many guys to pick from here. So it, it's a good problem to have. It was that uh, you were close. You were tr- Blue Jays and the Giants. It's, it's a blue team. It, oh, yeah. oh, Giants. Yeah, what, Giants. Was it the Orioles? Yeah. Wow, I got the one that I thought I knew wrong. And then the one that <laughs> I wasn't sure about right. That's funny. Well, there you go. It makes sense. They target guys from the Giants all the time. Um that that makes a lot of sense. Well, you're right, though, in the, how far we've come because every time, and we've had bullpen injuries in the last few years badly. You know, we've had to scrape up everyone we found from the minors to, to come up and cover. But this year, looking at these guys, early days, I know, but there's some promise there. And they're all very similar characteristics. They're throwing the ball hard. They've got, they're like good commands. You know, the, 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 the coaching again is, is just, Unbelievable what they're doing to these pitchers right now. I, I'm I'm excited. I, I'm happy in the knowledge knowing if Soto doesn't start. We've got some guys here who can who can come in and cover and do a nice job until we get the regulars back. And it's we've got depth. <laughs> Dare I say it? Yeah. We've got bullpen depth right here. Some young guys. Vasquez, I think, is 29. But you know, it what to me, these guys are pitching like they want. A bullpen spot you know they want to go straight in you know appel mark appel um straight in you know he he's he's probably on the verge of potential bullpen spot we saw the first of abel uh scoreless inning sort of got what we expected out of abel i was happy you know i was we've seen one inning, one inning out of him so far look night the stuff's there for sure the stuff is there um griff uh you know throw wasn't wasn't that the was first so tough. We were hoping for. That was so tough. I'm, it, I'm, yeah, I'm, it, I'm, it's spring. A little <laughs> sad, but it's spring. It's spring. It's spring. No, yeah. I mean, like, look, the the ultimate thing with Griff is going to be will the control, you know, come along, and yeah, it yeah. was not there that day. It just simply wasn't. So that's going to be. The, but the stuff is undeniable, and that. So in the end, we've seen it. We've seen it with the Phillies and Jose Alvarado. We've seen it with the Phillies and, you know, all these guys. that they've, they've picked stuff over command and look at where it led them last year. So that's that's all that really needs to be said about that. Exactly. And for people watching and listening who don't regularly listen to the show, if we're doing bad, it's spring. It's only spring. If we're doing well, Cy Young. We're yeah, going to exactly. be a Cy Young. You know, <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, uh, Plastemeyer, I've liked him. Now, could he, if Painter doesn't make the rotation, do you think I think Plasmaia could be an outside bet for a back end rotation spot? 
I would say probably not just because they do have because the the rotation is is full at this point, right? So you've got you've got Wheeler and Nola at the top. You've got Ranger who hopefully will, you know, show his face at some point. I miss him. Um you've <laughs> got Ranger at the three spot. Taiwan Walker is gonna take the fourth spot, and I would assume Bailey Falker has the fifth spot locked up. You definitely if, not got six? Not if Andrew Painter isn't on the roster. If if Andrew Painter is on the roster, I think they go six man, and I think Bailey Falker is that sixth man. Um, yeah. But I don't. I don't think Mike Plasmeyer will make the opening day roster. That being said, you could do way worse for like a seventh or eighth starter down on the on the depth chart, right? Like you know, it used to be that the Cole Irvins of the world were kind of like hey, you know. It's the, the, the the but the first guy that you call on right like that that was you know the fir- the first man up now you know Mike Plasmeyer who's a very similar build to Irvin um is like seventh or eighth on the depth chart depth chart and you've got you know a lot of guys ahead of him so you know that that is kind of nice to take comfort in that being said huge shout out to Dave Dombrowski on that move last year Austin wins for Michael Plasmeyer was like. Yeah, I, I at the time I was like, oh yeah, this guy's like not bad at all. I think he has like double digits career walks in the minors, which is crazy. Like we're wow. talking like eight hundred innings and double digit walks, like some crazy, crazy statistic like that. I was like, this guy's really, really good command. Like obviously was just getting shelled in the PCL, but that's just how it works uh, because balls just fly out of nowhere over there. But um he came over here had an amazing year in triple a and you know that's that's nice to have it's nice to have that kind of guy that can eat you some innings uh down at triple a so so he'll he'll be in a good spot there absolutely and um Jorge alvarado 102 mile an hour straight 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 out of the straight out of winter whatever straight into his first outing 102 please take it easy jose you know i don't want to i don't want to see his elbow blowing up and now wow. throwing a curveball I mean, he's he's thrown a curveball before, but like throwing it accurately with like actual command and real utilization is is a foreign concept. Uh, so I yeah. mean, just make the nastiest pitcher in the game even nastier. And what are you yeah, going to do about that? Him going down was maybe the best thing that's ever happened to him. <laughs> you know, well, just the way he's come back from coming back from from AAA has it's has, the philosophy. It's, it's just been unreal. That's what it is, though. It's it's the the biometrics combined with this philosophy of just throw strikes and let your stuff do all the work for you is like it it feels so simple. But sometimes the simplest things are the least obvious yeah. to 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 guys that are you know so talented and so um, you know they have to feel like they're working hard in order to really I don't know in order to, to really feel like they're making the most of their opportunity when in reality, simplification is sometimes just the best route. Yeah. And look what it's done for Jose yeah. Alvarado. Look what it's done I for mean, Jose Alvarado. He, he's been unbelievable. Um, in terms of the, the, the batting side of things, it's, it's what we sort of expected. They're all, they're already looking dialed in. Uh, Alec Bohm, like I said, you know, it's, <laughs> I know it's only spring, but oh man, this, this, God, I can't help but get excited. I, I, and I, I'm loving it, and I'm, I'm excited for his year coming up because, honestly, as I oh, was it, Jack Fritz tweeted out, Joe, maybe jokingly, but I wouldn't think that's a joke. It could be a 25-plus home run year for Alec Bowman. He's added the muscle. He's added the pop. He's got more of his angle, high-angle swing to him now. 
he looks so confident. A different player that walked into spring this time last year on the back of a terrible year. You know, Alec Bar, <laughs> just excited. I'm knocking excited. on some wood, man. I am knocking on all the wood in the world because, look, it already wasn't. And I mentioned this on our, our deleted pod, which oh, yeah, that, is the greatest there. thing ever. Uh, we'll talk about that another day. But I, 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 I talked about this on there. We really didn't. It was lost in the shuffle last year, but we we really didn't talk about how Alec Bohm, like very quietly, was like a top six contact hitter in baseball last year. Just you know, casually, uh, like two ninety expected batting average on the season, which is like absolutely crazy. With the shift being gone, those doubles that you know, I'm sure maybe the the outfield will still align the same way, but those 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 caught baseballs when he was slicing yeah. the ball opposite field. And it just happened to land in somebody's glove. Those are probably going to land this year. Um, and more than that, I mean, with a little bit more elevation and a little bit more pull power, Alec Bohm probably becomes a very, very good hitter. Um, just given how how good of a hitter he is already and how contact prone he is, with more power and a little bit more lift, I mean, that is a very dangerous bat. Um, he, he's and a I guy who like, could be top five in the lineup by the end of the year. I really think that by the end of the year, and I, I'm probably getting way ahead of myself here, but I, I really do think at the end of the year, he probably is hitting out of the three hole. Um, and it, look, a lot has to happen for that to come to fruition. But when you think about it, the Phillies really need a right-handed batter somewhere in between. Um, you know, it, Obviously, it's going to start Turner to Harper when, when Harper gets back. But then they need a right-handed batter to separate Schwarber and Harper. And that's either going to be JT Real Muto or Alec Bohm. Like that's yeah. those are your two choices. It's not going to be Reese Hoskins, just because you know that power is better suited lower in the lineup. So it's either Alec Bohm or JT Real Muto. And honestly, at this point, Bohm probably has the more offensive upside, which is like, you know, you just you keep your fingers crossed. But oh, everything crossed. Everything. If, every, crossed. if everything goes to plan and the metrics are not lying to us. He really should be one of the better hitters in this lineup this year. And that is really exciting. Unless, you know, Nick Castellanos comes back and absolutely becomes MVP Castellanos. In which case, sure, he can be the right-headed hitter between Schwarber and Harper. But like, yeah, or, or JT explodes or Reese explodes. That's, that, that, that's the, the depth for the oh, quality so, we have top, in that team. Top 10 MVP candidate, JT Real Muto? Is that wow. is that who we're talking you about? You know, the best catcher in baseball. Yeah, you know oh, him, right? Yeah, you know, you know yeah, the one? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, you okay. heard of him? And uh, he oh, started yeah. to spring nicely as well. Uh, Trey Turner has just been Trey Turner. Love watching him already. I just love everything about the guy. You know, his his style. He makes it look effortless. Like, the yeah. way, like, his con- like he's one of the best contact swingers I've ever seen. You know, I don't watch much baseball outside of the field, so watching Trey Turner properly, I have already. Wow, it's effortless. You know, plays with a smile, a little bit of a swag. Uh, he's going to be, he's going to be lead off, isn't he? Surely him yeah. and then Schwarber, you know, Schwarber's going to be hitting two run bombs instead of solos now. Getting yeah. Trey Turner I, on base. Honestly, one of my favorite lineup iterations also looks like Trey Turner to JT because that Ooh. becomes an impossible combination to double up. They're so fast. Like, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I feel like, I feel like that's a really, really good one too. And obviously when Bryce Harper gets back, he probably sits in the two hole. Um, just given how the lineup shakes out. But, I mean, 
who's to say I really, but I like that idea. And, you know, Schwarber is probably going to hit second to start, but who knows how things end up looking. Uh, I would really like to get Kyle Schwarber a little further down the lineup where he can <laughs> rack up some RBIs, but um, you know, I can't, you can't really, you, you can't set this lineup up in a bad way. You really no, can't. It. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty, pretty fun to maneuver. I'm not going to lie. It's, it's got, it's got versatility. You can, yeah, you can do a number of things with this lineup right now. Uh, Reese is back getting some hits. Um, yeah. The regulars look dialed in. Castellanos' swing has changed a little bit. Yeah. And the, I'm not judging Castellanos at all until we get to the season because even spring, uh, you know, Castellanos, it's just see what he does when it matters. Um, yeah. But those bench spots, let's let's start with our man. Let's start with our man, Scotty Kingery, because, yes, the Kingery comeback. The Kingery comeback. Now, he, I know. I know it's only spring, but. But he's having a nice spring, Alex. I'm watching his ABs more than anybody else because I'm rooting for him hard right now. Four hits so far, three walks, one RBI, one stolen base. Not a lot of swing and miss contact. His swing looks totally transformed to what it was. His confidence looks really high. Rob Thompson is giving him a lot of opportunities. He said in the interview, he, if Scott can get that bat sorted, because his defense is fine. We know about it. He's got versatility. Great utility man. Gets his bat sorted. I think he won't make the opening day roster, but I think he's certainly in the line to come up if, if something unfortunate happens to one of the regulars. I'm not saying Scotty Kingery everyday starter, uh, but in terms of a bench, he's, the spring he's having, the, the, the signs he's showing so far, hey, uh, you know, he's, he's, he doesn't look far away. He looks like a new, well, he looks like the, the sort of player of old. The pop's not quite there still, but the contact's good. The 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 walks are good. His ABs. He's definitely a player who who again, he's he's fighting for that spot. He wants a bench place. He wants to force the issue, and he's really showing that. Uh, I've been impressed with Scott King. Every AB, I'm like, come on, Scotty, this one, just get on base. He's doing the business so far. What have you made of uh, Kingery's spring so far? That's where I'm at too. I feel like he's not, he's probably not making the opening day roster. Um, but he's definitely keeping himself in the conversation, which is great. And obviously, everybody should want to see Scott Kingery succeed. He's a part of the team that you're rooting for. Why wouldn't you want to see him succeed? But I also, I am a little concerned. There hasn't been a lot of hard contact from him. It looks like a lot of his contact has been very, you know, soft or, uh, you know, just well-placed ground balls, you know, lazy flies, things like that. The play discipline is good. That is a real big plus, I feel like. And, and, and look, that can undo itself. And I'm not really, you know, I haven't been paying attention to the competition he's been facing, really, because um, he's not necessarily at the forefront of my of my <laughs> watching purview but um i do feel like the, the the plate discipline has been a lot stronger which is important um and i i also like that they've kind of started putting him at multiple places uh in the field again uh you know they kept him mostly at second base last year and uh, you know obviously it didn't help nor hinder his bat um so yeah. you know i i like that they're getting him reversatiled as it were um and yeah, I think, you know, another year in AAA really 
could be could be good for him and he is definitely setting himself up to you know if someone goes down god forbid uh to be one of those first guys that gets called upon which is which is good i think that that is uh that's good for him uh because you know he's still gonna have a career after whatever happens this year yeah yeah, probably the phillies buying him out of his contract um so you know I, I hope nothing but the best for him. And I, I love how much support I've seen on Philly's Twitter yeah, big for time. him. I think that's great. Big time. And I think everybody knows that the, the contract given to him was just crazy at the time. And, you know, a lot of pressure on the kid. And then COVID wiped him out. You know, he was never yeah. the same after that period. So I'm hoping for a comeback in the sense of it'd be great to see him back on the bench. It'd be great to see him get some ABs. And then who knows from then on. Uh, another bench player who's really been impressed in this spring so far, Edmundo Souza, with power like I never knew he had. He's he's been crushing the ball. Uh, two home runs which have gone gone far, nearly out the ballpark. Four hundred forty-one uh, feet the other day. Yeah, insane. Where did that come from? That insane. like I I thought four hundred eleven was a lot for him, but like. 41 feet that's like light tower power that's like that's good stuff um i look spring everything aside i really one of my favorite phillies acquisitions of the last you know just given what they had to give up and given the kind of player they've received in return um you know i loved jojo romero you know, mm. more than anybody, really. He was more than just a, you know, a guy on the team. He was, I'd like to consider him an acquaintance at the very most a friend. So, um, you know, really sad to see him go. That being said, you know, wish nothing but the best for him. But to get a player like Edmundo Sosa, who was like one of the biggest anomalies um, in the sport in 2021, just because he was putting up sprint speed numbers out above average numbers and then exit velocity numbers up there with like Byron Buxton, which is crazy Um, to see him now come into camp and showcase this kind of power with obviously the glove. That's never going to quit. He's got probably one of the best. Unbelievable glove, isn't it? Um, Gold glove material. Truly. I mean, one of the best defenders in the game for sure. Um, yeah. And obviously the sample size is, 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 is not there, but you can just see it when you watch him play. Um, he, he is a freak defensively. Um, and then with, with speed like he has, that is so much versatility to put on a bench. Arguably could be considered for, you know, a little bit more of an increased role um, at this point. But, you know, and they're looking for that for him by throwing him in center field and by, you know, trying all these things. But He's a really good baseball player, um, and I really – I would not be surprised to see him factor in a little bit more this season and perhaps find an increased role as the year goes on. And I'm not sure what has to happen in order for that to take place, but, you know, there's a couple of guys that he can battle with out there. And I'm not going to I'm not gonna put anybody on the hot seat here, but there there are guys out there that, you know – they still need to prove they're substantiating a, yep. a yeah, roster yep. spot. So, and, and, and don't forget, Sosa had a good before the injury. He had a good. He was having a nice hot spell before he went down. In fact, he was hitting he hit two, three home runs in successive games. Again, showing that power. Uh, like you said, his defense again, he makes it look 
effortless. Like it's just a joy, a dream to watch. Uh, another bench player who we mentioned, I think, in the uh, deleted pod, as it were, um, who's making a real case is uh, Jake Cave. Real good week and a half so far from him. He's yeah, well, I, I never heard of him obviously before until we signed here and then watching him for the first time at the moment. Again, looks uh looks like a player who will be ready to fit in potentially. I'd say Brandon Marsh has that starting role at center field, but a possible backup for Brandon Marsh being Jake Cave, he's certainly uh pushing that case. I mean, he what is important about his presence is that he adds a little bit of versatility to what the lineup can look like without Bryce Harper. Um, you know, being able to put a, a decent glove. He has a really strong arm too, um, which is which is good to yeah. know. Um, but uh, being able to put a good glove in right field allows you to kind of open up the the, the DH spot a little bit more. You know, throwing Castellanos there. Um, you know, giving Reese Hoskins, I guess, a, you know, more time at first base in that scenario. But um, you know, they'll really be able to shift the DH around, and having Cave allows them to do that a little bit more and be a little bit more matchup based, depending on where they're putting Derek Hall. Should he make the opening day roster? I don't see why he wouldn't at this point. Um, he is also having a really good spring. He is. Um, he is but yeah. uh, the one thing about Jake Cave that I will say yesterday exposed a real weakness in his swing um, that I'm assuming they're going to get right to work with. But I, I don't know if you if you saw it. Um, he went up against oh, the name escapes me now, a Pirates lefty of which there were like eight in yesterday's game. So this is not very helpful for. I anybody. wasn't the pub, Alex. Um, I'm sorry, but, I can't help you. On oh, that okay. I'm okay. sorry. It was okay. a Saturday night, Alex. I'm sorry. <laughs> Listen. So yesterday, the Pirates brought in a lefty reliever. I, he has a name that starts with an H. Can't remember his name. Um, my fault. But through three straight outside and down sliders to Jake Cave, at which he swung at all of them, three consecutively. Um, granted, guy had a great slider, but it exposed a bit of a hole in his swing, and I was really, I was Jake Cave-pilled up until that point. I mean, I put out a tweet, Jake Cave, up until a couple of days ago, had one batted ball below 100 miles per hour. It was like a single that wow. was yeah. like 83 off the bat. But then the other five batted balls were 100.5. Hot contact. He re- he's hitting the ball really hard this spring. Um, and that is very interesting um, because, you know, he's always been a guy. He had a great, like, first two years in the bigs combined and then really fell off. But mostly because Minnesota has always had a crowded outfield. Um, so he really didn't get a lot of chances in Minnesota. I'm really interested to see why the Phillies, because the Phillies, they did not sign him. They claimed him off of waivers and he is owed a salary, like a real salary. Oh, okay. It's not league minimum. It's a real salary. Um, and, and they claimed him off of waivers. So obviously there is something there that they feel like they can work with, whether that's, you know, maybe his glove is just really good or he projects really well defensively, but the hard contact suggests that there is definitely something there in his offensive makeup that they think that they can do something with. And that intrigues me a lot. And I think right now, in terms of the the outfield race, he is definitely – he's beaten a lot of guys. He is definitely beating Dalton Guthrie. Um, you know, he is definitely yeah, beating yeah. – uh, he, he's beaten a lot of guys. So I'm, I'm excited to see if he can keep that up um, because he's definitely – he's caught my eye for sure. Yeah, and then other ones that have impressed me. Clemens has had a nice start. And uh, Weston Wilson, who I knew nothing about 
until he hit first home run. And uh, he's carrying on. He's having a real nice spring as well. Uh, who else has caught your eye, Alex, in this first week and a half in the Phil's camp? You mentioned them. Weston Wilson is shocking. Um, I knew nothing about him. And yet here he is playing every position on God's green earth yeah. and playing it really well. He made an outstanding play at third base yesterday. I mean, he is I haven't he's seen very it. interesting. Um, and, and look, I, I think he's probably, if he doesn't make the opening day roster, he, it's a long shot. He's probably going to stick in AAA. And that's interesting to me. I really want to see how that unfolds. Um, Cody Clemens also has, has looked really good. I honestly was not bullish on him. Um, but, you know, I think he's his power is definitely intriguing me for sure. Um, it's really funny. Uh, somebody on Twitter, I think it was Rob, uh, Rob Orr, if you don't follow him, he is a genius, just statistically writes some of the best stuff for baseball prospectus. You if you that. don't follow him. But yeah, you know, uh, it's been a long day already. Uh, but he, he writes some great stuff. Give him a follow. He's a, he's a really great guy. Um, but he, he tweeted something really funny. Nick Maton and Cody Clemens have the exact same load in their stance. And, and they have the, the same, like, stance as well, uh, which is very funny that they were included in the same trade for one another and both of them mm. hit lefty. It's just very, really interesting. Makes you think a little bit. Um, but, you know, Clemens is, is, is very interesting. I will always and forever be on this train of Simone Buziotti is, like, so much better than he'll ever get credit for. Uh, and it's just that he hasn't stayed healthy. Um, you know, and Matt Winkleman is also on this train. We bring up Matt every single podcast, but he's also yeah. just the no, greatest no, of all time. Fantastic, uh, he's fantastic. Um, but Simone Moziati is 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 arguably a top ten prospect in the system, and should be ranked probably higher than that. He just has a hard time staying healthy. But I mean, he is a playmaker. He is a difference maker. Uh, you know, he's fast. He's got an amazing glove. Makes a lot of contact, um, and has showcased some power at the end of last year so where is he, is he really, AA or AAA at the moment he's gonna be triple a this year so oh see i can't really, wait to go to lehigh valley on the he and johan ross are gonna make one of the I'm, best defensive outfields i'm gonna lehigh see ever seen. i'm gonna see him weston wilson rojas there's some some picture i'm see these guys i'm watching now that i'm getting excited about i'm like yeah these guys are going to be in AAA when i'm when i'm going to go there and see them so now you see why i love minor league baseball yeah is, i'm getting yeah I'm, really... I'm getting there alex you know after my visit in january to lehigh and, and now going to see a game i'm 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 excited you know i'm watching these guys going to be seeing you guys soon i'm watching them progress as well uh, of course scotty kingery will be there uh probably will be uh, with the one-man fan club going scotty but you're going to see there's a lot of guys that are going to be there that that are legitimate you know they have a case yeah. to make the major league club mark appel is probably going to be there um you know you're going to see michael plasmeyer you're going to see who knows what's going to happen with the rotation you know further into the season maybe bailey falter um you know goes goes down if andrew painter is is really succeeding um and they don't feel a need to you know limit his innings all that much um you know maybe bailey falter goes down he'll be there and he is a triple-A legend. Um, Bailey Falter is, like, one of the best triple-A pitchers to ever exist. Um, yeah. He really – he he nails it. Um, but, like, you'll see um, – who else? Maybe Cody Clemens will be there. Um, you know, lots of guys that, like, 
now I feel like the 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 fan base is getting to know Johan Rojas is going to be there. Simone Muziani is going to be and there. He's been exciting. Like, Some of those outfield players Rojas has made has been unreal. You know, wow. Oh, and you know who else? Carlos De La Cruz. Who oh, is, what a big guy. What, what a, a giant. And he can crush that. He can mash the ball. But that's the thing. These are, you know, these are guys that, you know, a couple years ago, nobody was really talking about that now could be seen as real difference makers on this club. Carlos De La Cruz learned to hit out of nowhere, by the way, um, which I'm attributing to, again, this remarkable uh, leap in, in – uh, just organizational depth and, yeah. uh, you know, organizational knowledge. Um, but he learned to hit out of nowhere. It was long thought that he would never make enough contact for his stature and his power to matter. Lo and behold, he last year hit over, I think, 300 across two levels in the minors, which who could have ever predicted? And now, like, hitting home runs in big league spring training, which is – already a w for 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 that absolutely but like he's now getting reps at first base there is a real chance that he could be the guy when reese hoskins likely departs he could be the guy that they look at on the depth chart and say hey if if kyle schwarber or nick castellanos or alec bohm can't handle first base or maybe alec bohm's glove is too good at third base maybe he's the guy i i don't know but i I, that's an interesting one yes one to keep an eye on so he's another guy that he, Johan Rojas, if Johan Rojas can learn to hit, I mean, good Lord. Uh, that is a, that's a really special player. You want to oh. talk about, you know, oof, he yeah, really that, could be yeah two Superman grabs in the outfield already in spring. And like a, three, three or four even. He is, yeah. he's been insane. Like, yeah, he, he's exciting. He, he's a player. Yeah. Like you said, he can, he stole 62 bases toward. last year. So, you know, Unreal. if he can just get on base, he will, you know, he'll just steal so many bags. I mean, the guy he's had swiped two already, like, hasn't he? I know he's definitely had one. I think like he's that. had two. He, he swiped like 43 consecutive bases. And with these new rules now, year. this pickoff rule, he should be stealing. He'd run rampant. He'd run rampant. Yep. Like, so the fails lose JT, Schwarber, Turner, Soto, Stubbs, Walker, Alvarado, and Suarez this week to the uh, World Baseball Classic. Just come home healthy, boys. I am, you know, I'm, I'm nervous. <laughs> um, yeah, yay! Uh, Me too. <laughs> I'm nervous. I'm excited, as you all know, for Team GB and the history we're about to make in the in the competition. But I, my, you know, my mind's on those boys. I'm going to be nervous at every at-bat for our fields players because I just want to see them all come back nice and healthy. Is Gabe playing for uh, GB? No, he's not. He's not. Okay, he's, okay. He's fitness, Probably because he was, uh, yeah. His fitness was an issue at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, Gabe's had some good outings for the fields and he's had two walks uh, and a ground. Another run. guy. Another guy that I, I really think they could uh, look to for the, the first base uh, oh. vacancy should ah. it should it occur I would uh, a, a big year for Gabriel Rincon it's not only Years. because of what he brings for us this side of the, of the pond and you know being a UK representative but he's got real potential real he's getting a potential. lot he's getting a lot of attention he, and, with, he is. and I hope he's not listening because I don't want to psych him out but uh, he, friend of, the pod, of course he's been on the pod before you know when he was course. when he was first drafted and with the uh, losing so many players to the World Baseball Classic, we're going to see a few more 
fringe players playing, especially in the split squad games. So we may see more of Gabriel. And I, I hope he gets that chance. I know he's taken two free walks already, but uh, I wonder if in his mind he's tempted just to let one go, you know, <laughs> and he, just to get ahead and, and get I would away. love that for me, just so that I can get a get a real because the, the big thing with him when he was drafted was, you know, his his advanced batted ball data was really good. Um and I would love to be able to take a look at that. Uh because that that yeah, would be nice. I'm, I'm excited. He's getting a lot I'm, of attention. I'm really excited. Uh, a quick one, Alex, as well. Friday night's game was two hours twenty-two minutes with including what 11 pitching changes, 19 hits, seven home runs. What are, what are you making the rules? For me personally, I'm getting used to it still. Uh, at, at nighttime, it's going to come in handy because the games are going to be finished by probably two o'clock in the morning, which means I'll still get a eh, pretty decent amount of sleep. Uh, but what are you making of the new rules so far, especially the pitch clock, which is causing uh, all the controversy at the moment? I love them. I love them. I yeah. do. I think that uh, I think – a lot of people are going to be, I mean, you make any big change in any game and people are going to get, you know, whatever about it. But I sincerely believe that the pitch clock is the answer that they have been looking for, for pace of play. Um, and I think that it, it makes a ton of sense. 15 seconds is not a small amount of time. It is a perfectly reasonable amount of time to, you know, get set and get the baseball and just throw it mm-hmm. like, and, and, I do think that they some things need to change in terms of how they explain these things during the game. So it needs to become more obvious what is going on, uh, just so that it's more viewer friendly. What is going on? Yeah. Like who makes the infraction? What the penalty is, et cetera, et cetera. But I think that all this time wasting and all of this mind gaming and things of that nature, like it it was about time. It was about time that it went because it was becoming too much. And now that expression, that, that self-expression, you know, the, the, whatever, the fixing uniforms or, or drawing something on the plate or anything like that, that can all be done when you take your swing. Start mm-hmm. showboating yeah. more. Like, start making more of like, start making more of it. Start bat flipping more. Make that product more exciting. But the 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 ultimate, the ultimate goal of the pitch clock is just get the baseball and go. And that, to me, I think that is a better yeah, version it, of the it, game. It's more action, you know. And yeah. the bigger bases, the shift gone. They're expecting more balls in play. The shift gone in action. The shift leaving isn't even like that big of a deal we just saw the other day there you can still shift in the outfield yes against joey gallo the the was it the oh i can't remember what team it was a a, a team brought out the you know an outfielder from left field over to right field to take part in an outfield shift which is still welcomed in the game you can still do that granted you leave the entirety of left field open so if Mm. somebody hits an opposite field anything you know uh, yeah you basically can see the run the gap it's a double or a triple isn't it it's probably a or an inside the park inside the park depending on who it is yeah depending on who it who is hitting yeah so i i mean it's really not that big of a deal and people are freaking out over it but it's not that much of a strategic difference and you can still have you know once once the ball is in play guys are allowed to move so you know you can you can go wherever you want so you can, if you think it's going to be a, 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 you know, if it's a shift happy or a pull happy left-handed hitter, as soon as that ball gets released from the pitcher's glove, you can start running over. Like it, it, yeah. it doesn't matter. So 
I don't know. I think I think people are making such a big deal out of all these changes that ultimately are going to be really, really good for the game of baseball, in my opinion. I think by even April and early May, people would have forgotten about it. The yeah. the rule changes, you know, they'll be on to some we'll be all on to something else. Uh, right. Like I said, in the middle of the night for us over here, the, these games finishing early are going to be a godsend for us. No more yeah. 3, 4 a.m. finishes. We're going to be done by what? If the games are starting at quarter to 12 now, which they are, the new times, they're going to be done by before two. This is great. Yeah. This is great. And I also, I, I, I will say that the game ending on infractions is a bit dull. So that there probably should be some sort of ninth inning rule put in place. Um, or maybe that you get a little extra time uh, mm-hmm. You know, in the ninth or, or or something of that nature, the game ending on an infraction is 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 probably yeah. the wrong choice. Um, but past that, I mean, everything feels great to me, uh, just personally. But I know that there are a lot of other people that think very different things. So, oh yeah, yeah, and, and everyone, everyone is absolutely entitled to that opinion. Surely, and, and different. That's the great thing about baseball. Everyone's got so many different ways of watching the game, what they like about the game, because it is so Indeed. versatile. It's such a versatile sport. Gotta love it. Yeah, exactly. And we all love it for different reasons as well, which is just makes it so unique. Uh, Alex, that is about it. The field's about to start against the Blue Jays. Hopefully another seamless inning from Zach Wheeler. And we'll... Uh, I don't know. The result never matters in spring, does it? But it's always nice to see the Phils win, you know? You know, it's, it's nice to see a positive above 500 record. It's, you know... Yeah, right. top of the grapefruit league you know grapefruit parade, league champions perhaps parade, parade that grapefruit down broad street you know it's do you remember you remember in the was it 2021 that they were they were like 17 and three or something yeah we won it didn't maybe? we we had the worst season i think ever. so i think so we did we and won then, it yeah yeah no what was so, yeah that was that was all for nothing but it, lo- it looks like doing yeah. better in the grapefruit league leads to because the marlins won the grapefruit league pennant last year and then <laughs> they take the Marlins here. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Your results really do mean nothing. Uh, we will uh, we will catch up next week where we'll be about halfway through spring. We'll be at the halfway point. We'll be halfway closer to the new season. Uh, we got some preview pods coming up with the other NL least accounts. We'll have a round table that is coming up soon. Uh, more guests lined up as well. And of course, me and Alex will be going new through spring and the start of the new season, which is right on the horizon now uh but that is all if you've watched and like what you've seen please hit that like and subscribe button and of course if you're listening on the podcast keep listening and hopefully you're enjoying the content as well uh alex anything else to uh on your mind before we finish up ring the bell dave that's the only oh, thing yeah, I'll ring the bell. all right so from i'll take it out then from alex ring the bell and from myself dave Shaw. ring the bell see you guys soon goodbye <laughs>